0: everybody, and welcome back to Nerd Radio, your national nerd net radio direct. I'm your host, Nick. Here with me today is my buddy.
1: Hey, guys, it's Kevin. How are you guys doing? All right. And we
0: have a nice special little treat for everybody. Um, We are doing all the Naughty Dog games. That we can get our hands on. (laughs) There's some weird. Like I went back in Naughty Dog's history. And there's some weird like PC games. That like super old. Way before they did Crash. And I'm like. I don't really feel like, you know, going to DOS and trying to get those downloaded. So the ones we can get a hold of, we're going all the Naughty Dog games and we're going to rank them, you know, from best to worst or whatever. So this week we're starting with Crash Um, and then every two weeks we're going to feature the next game in, in the series. So Crash, Crash 2, 3, uh, Crash Team Racing, which no, they didn't do the fourth Crash, which is, I want to say... What was that one called? I don't know. It was PlayStation 2. I think it was actually done by like Telltale Games and not Naughty Dog. So it's like we're only doing the Naughty Dog ones, which is also why we're going to be doing Crash Team Racing, but not Crash Team Racing uh, Nitro-fueled or the, the other PlayStation 2 one because that one also was not done by Naughty Dog. Uh,
1: uh, it would have been Crash Bash, actually.
0: Actually, yes, there is a Crash Bash. That one is I think that was the, the Mario Party
1: one. one. Because it was Crash Bandicoot, Cortex Strikes Back, Warped. Mm-hmm. Yep, CTR, Crash Bash, and then Wrath of Cortex.
0: Wrath. That's it. Okay, so oh, yeah, the,
1: yeah, the the Wrath of Cortex. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's the one. I was I I I always forget about that one,
1: much like yeah, everybody you know, else does. <laughs> yeah, no, it took me a minute. I was sitting here and I'm I'm like, well. Da gummet <laughs> gum I know there's a name for that title <laughs> we'll figure it out
0: um so then we'll go on to Jack and Daxter when the Jack trilogy um technically quadrilogy because there is a racing games and naughty dog yep. did do that one yep. um, but we're gonna cover CTR and Jack X on the same episode because I just feel like uh one for timing you know the timing's gonna be a little bit um, so we might not play through the entire two games of those, but we'll at least get a lot of hours into them so we can get a real good feel for them again. Um, Yeah. Most of this is going to be about our nostalgic... Rememberings and also how it was replaying them, you know, because we want to feel fresh, but also at the same time, like remastered, there's you know some things that we'll have to talk about. And so, um, and then same thing with uh, Uncharted, we're going to be playing the Uncharted uh collection, which is out on the PlayStation 4. You can get the Uncharted, you know, HD, which it was HD before, you know, how it is. Um, and then Uncharted 4, uh, Lost Legacy, and then The Last of Us, even though. Though the Last of Us was released before Uncharted 4, we're basically setting it up so that The Last of Us comes out on the day of... Of the Last of Us two, so that then that'll give us two weeks to finish that one, and then boom, come out with another episode. And there you right. go, you got all the Naughty Dog games. We rank them. Um, Today is going to be really easy because since we've only done one game so far, it's it's number one. But it is not going to stay there very long. That's for darn sure. Um, no. But l- right before we get started, let's go ahead, Twitter. Twitter, you can go to at tx3productions on Twitter or threadx 3 Productions on Instagram. And obviously you can catch this on our YouTube, which is threadx 3 Productions. I almost said dot com, but threadx 3 Productions on YouTube.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> dot com. Dot yeah, com. No. Sorry. Um
0: so we got some basic info we can get out of the way. Um Crash Bandicoot was <clears throat> released in nineteen ninety six. Uh it is the first. It's a franchise. It's a platformer. The series was originally created by Andy Gavin and Jason Rubin during their tenure at Naughty Dog uh, for the Universal Interactive Studios. Uh, it was originally published by Sony Computer Entertainment. I, I always, like, in my mind, I just remember starting up uh, Crash Bandicoot.
1: Created oh, yeah. and developed by Naughty Dog. <laughs> <laughs> what an iconic opening for a game. Right. Yeah.
0: You know? Love it. Uh the series has appeared on multiple platforms. Once again, we are technically only at least when it comes to crash, we're only covering the PlayStation once. Um it's gone through various developers, which I think what it means by that is uh it went to uh it looks like Eurocon. Yes eurocom um, travelers' tales that's the one that was the PlayStation two uh dimps I wonder what yes. dimps did dimps I bet it was one of those um mutant one you remember those you like you use the map you use the mask to take over a mutant and then you could like fight with it
1: you know I I'm trying to remember that. Vaguely, uh, vaguely.
0: Although no it uh, it also could have been one of the Game Boy ones. There was a Game Boy Crash Bandicoot. Once again, not Naughty Dog, so, you know, we're just talking about no, Crash Bandicoot there, in general.
1: <laughs> and there and there were there yeah, there was a Game Boy and I am trying to think of what it was. I may have to end up going to the Googles. Yeah. Uh, to find that
0: yeah because I, I, there was a there was a Crash Bandicoot and also there was a oh, Crash,
1: Crash boom bang ah. 2006 mm. is what it's
0: saying yeah. yeah that makes sense Um, but yeah I think there was even one where um Crash Bandicoot and Spyro like had a crossover where like Crash went into the Spyro universe and Spyro went into the Crash universe I like it, it, that's really? either true or it's a Mandela effect <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I could totally see that. Uh, you know, we're gonna go for Mandela effect, but you know, on the safe side. <laughs> I swear,
0: it's a Bernstein Bear kind of thing going on here. Um, so we got the protagonist of the series is the uh, genetically enhanced Bandicoot named Crash, who has a quiet life on Wampa Island and is often interrupted by the game's main. Uh, pr- antagonist, which is Dr. Neo Cortex. Oh, by
1: the way, Crash Purple, it Crash was Crash Purple? Purple and Spyro Orange, Cortex Conspiracy, and Ripto's ah. Rampage. Mm-hmm. So, there you go, there th- you those go. are what those were. Uh, coming out June 3rd, of 2004, uh, by Vicarious Visions, actually.
0: Oh wow, that's interesting. Uh-huh. Since they're the one that ended up remastering, um, at least the uh, Crash Bandicoot yeah. insane trilogy. So uh, that's publishers
1: Vivendi and uh, Konami. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, a little little Google research on that one.
0: A little FF, a little fun fact little for you people fun out there. Fact for you. Um. Let's see. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of stuff here. I'm not gonna read through all of it well
1: you're not gonna you're gonna you're not gonna wiki read them
0: I'm not gonna wiki recite
1: <laughs> <laughs> wiki plagiarism <laughs>
0: I wouldn't want to leak anything <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know if that's funny anymore it's totally funny oh.
0: it is as relevant as today as it was
1: you know three years ago my <laughs> FBI agent just texted me and said it's not Oh, okay. Well, you look at you and your bad self. Mm -hmm. I'm not bad. I'm good. That's why I have an FBI jam. (laughs) Bad would be CIA. (laughs) Duh. Uh,
0: So, uh, Crash Bandicoot 1, you know, that's the one we were playing. Uh, That was our first game we played, exclusive on the PlayStation. Uh, Then, technically, it went to the other ones because of Vicarious Vision. Freaking traitors! Um, But, uh, let's start off with, like, the first time you played this so not your replay that we just did but kind of like your first experience was this and what you thought about it
1: i mean back in the day i mean
0: yeah
1: right i mean i mean you got to think about it i'm 31 so so back in the day um getting into playstation one so i i came out of a generation where like we were just leaving the, the the nintendo brick we hit you know, we hit the SNES. We had the Game Boys. Then we got the 64, and then coming out of the 64 era was the PlayStation. Man, like that's what yeah, I ca- right? that's what that's what I came into. Well, I mean, I guess kind of same time as 64 ish. That PlayStation was hit the market. Dreamcastish, and the turn two games at the time for for my age bracket was Crash Bandicoot and Spyro the <laughs> Dragon. Right You know, you had Crash and Spyro Those those were really the games that you played And Crash Bandicoot was my lean on Um, Solid platformer Great cartoon style uh, Offered a challenge My mom would play I mean Interesting Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, I I have a mom That's currently 60-something years old Well, back in the day (laughs) Grandma got down on the coot I don't know if I should (laughs) say that out loud in public (laughs)
0: Before the diabetes got to us (laughs) (laughs) She was getting
1: down on the coop (laughs) So uh, Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be chastised for that Um, Mm. But no I mean, Crash Bandicoot in the day Now, there wasn't I don't think I ever 100% completed Crash Bandicoot And I'm going to be honest with you I still haven't 100% completed it Because when you start getting towards the end levels Oof I, woof man, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like there's some stuff. It's like I'm literally counting in like milliseconds to get timing down.
0: Right. Yep. It's mm-hmm. it's
1: it literally does come down to that. And and as a kid, there was a severe challenge, but I'm gonna be honest with you, I got stuck and I played the first I don't know, four four or five levels a hundred times as a kid. Right. I, I I made it past those levels. Uh, second time around, but in the first time around, that's what it was. But the game was still fun. There was still a lot mm-hmm. of replayability as a kid. Uh, again, cartoon style, and me being a dummy, didn't know anything else about video games. I'm like, I'm staying. Yeah. But but at the same time, video games back then were cheaper. You know. Well, I mean, it, well, it didn't cost me sixty dollars to play Crash Bandicoot. I'll tell true, you that. Very true. I'll tell you that. Um, and this was a game that my parents were happy to spend money on. I mean, kids nowadays are asking mm-hmm. for games that are even beyond my bounds of relativity. Like, I'm you know, looking at the game I'm like, I don't know. My son, I got an eight-year-old. And the, the stuff he plays, I'm like, I don't get this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I try to connect with him, but I don't. But he has no idea that I played Crash Bandicoot as a kid. So when he saw me playing it as an adult, I was like tearing through the levels, and uh, <laughs> he goes, "Whoa, have you played this before?" And I'm like, "Nah, man, this is my first time." <laughs> and he goes,
0: "Trying to get brownie points from your yeah, man. Hey, I gotta be,
1: I gotta be cool some way, right? And if being good at Crash Bandicoot is that is the thing. I'm doing it right. Got to earn that respect. But as as a when I was his age. Mm-hmm. I mean that's that's kind of my point here, because I have a kid that was my age. While I'm playing this as an adult,
0: mm-hmm. he's
1: looking at it from my eyes at True. his age. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: and actually, you know what? You're right because it. Uh, we were both born '88, correct? Yeah,
1: '88. Yeah,
0: '88, and it came out '96. That's literally eight, eight years. So yeah, you're right. So I mean,
1: him and I were looking at the same game. And to see the entertainment in his eyes
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: put me in my childhood. That took yes. me back yeah. And, and I felt like a kid again playing it. Uh, him and I made it about three quarters of the way together. but nice. I guess you asked me you asked me about old days, but I kind of it, it bled into to modern just because as a kid, mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest, I didn't have a lot of taste. I didn't really know what I was doing. <laughs> so there, there, there can't be a lot said about it other than. So you
0: say, "Crash Bandicoot has no taste." What's wrong with no, it I think it's like a lot
1: of taste. It's just not like tomato basil. It's more like garlic onion. It's
0: like, <laughs> so, it's
1: like ketchup. It's like ketchup and mustard. So no, I'm but seeing my kid enjoy it brought me to my mm, childhood and definitely. made me remember what I did like about it. And what I did like about it was, yeah, it's very, it's it's colorful. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) it's a lot of colors and moving pictures (laughs) yeah a lot of moving parts and I like that Um, (laughs) but the story that they did give you which isn't a big story was enough to hook me as a kid Mm -hmm. and as an adult I didn't really need the story I'm like heck yeah let's platform the crap out of this
0: right Um,
1: but at the same time I enjoyed it more now than I think I did then. I think I respect it more now than I did then.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's um, one of those things where it's like, you know, looking back on it, it's like games are just made differently now. Yeah. Like, you know, the equivalent nowadays would be like something that's oh, doing gosh. a throwback to, to Crash Bandicoot. That's doing a throwback to 3D limbo? platformers.
1: Li- yeah. Well, not even Limbo. Mm-hmm. Not even Limbo, but I mean... It's hard to even pinpoint because there's so many games out there that's that are platformers that mm-hmm. have evolved beyond the relativity of what Crash Bandicoot was or is. Yeah. It's hard to yeah, put I it remember, out there.
0: I remember my first time playing it. Um, it was kind of just... It was a secondary experience. It wasn't like it was my Crash Bandicoot and I played through it. Um, funnily enough, the Crash Bandicoot 2 was actually the first one Like I played all the way through. Uh, Crash Bandicoot 1, I, I want to say I actually watched more somebody playing it than actually playing it myself. Uh, I think they gave me the controller. I played a little bit of it. I'm like, hey, this was really cool. And then by the time I got my own PlayStation... It was around the same time that Crash Bandicoot 2 uh, came out. So I think I got one and the other, like, for Christmas or something. Right, and so right. so it was just – it came as a package deal, at least in my eyes, you know. So, like, I think the first time I actually went back to play Crash Bandicoot 1 was, like, years and years later. We're talking, like, Bargain Bin – you know, I went to the like thrift shop and, you know, I was like, ah, oh, why not? I'll just do this. This seems cool. And it's just like, oh, my God, <laughs> Like, I'm so used to like I played all the way through two. I played all the way through three. And like I was really good at it. And I'm like, I can't wait to like go back. Like I remembered the whole like um, instead of the rooms or the portals. That you get in two and three, you get to go on these islands, and so you know, it's like, oh, cool! I get to be more a part of the world because I'm actually going to parts on on a map or whatever. This is going to be awesome. And while that part of it's really cool and it really s- puts you in the world, so to speak, rather than just hey, let me walk through this portal. Um, at the same time, like I just I never <laughs> remembered it being that hard and it's because like I said I played a little bit but I was actually more watching somebody play it than I was actually playing it myself so like they were good at it (laughs) I apparently wasn't I was just like whoa like talk about like buyer's remorse because I was just like this is too hard and I think it was because I had that like mentality that I already played all the way through two and three and two and three are just such Like, even just from a DNA perspective, they are just such different games. So this is just a weird experience going back, playing it, and just having a completely different experience as far as like, oh, this difficulty is beyond, you know, what I expected. And I also think that it just goes to the way video games were made even just back then. Because we're talking about like this game in particular would have been um, inspired by older games, you know, whether it be Mario ninja guide and you know other kind of platformers like it and back in the day they were just made to be super hard um as a way to kind of artificially elongate a game so even though the game if you wanted to you could finish it at like in an hour hour and a half they needed to elongate it some way and then Back in the day, the way they did that is just made games super effing hard. So um, it was definitely just jarring to go back to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I almost wish I would have gone all the way through one and then two, three, because I feel like I would have appreciated it more, kind of like what you were saying is being able to appreciate it. Now, you know, since you kind of bled into your future, I'll bleed into my future. Fair enough. Replaying it. Um, I'd have to say the same thing. I do appreciate it more. And I think the reason I appreciate it more is because I see all the little um, trimmings, all the little like, oh, they took this idea and then expanded in it in the second one and made it so much better. So I'm able to play like some, even some of the levels, for instance, like the ones where you go down the the river. And I'm like, oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is where, this is where the seeds were planted so that when you're doing hang eight and you're going on that freaking, uh, motorized surfboard or whatever, like, yes, like, this is, this is where it began. And to see kind of that DNA in the original crash. And being able to now like revisit it, it's just, it does kind of bring more nostalgia. You know, back in the day, it was just like, this is too hard. Like, of course, I was a kid. So it was just like, this is stupid. Why is this so hard? You know, and it was very much like, you know, undone. Yeah. Uh, Whereas me as an adult, I'm able to look at it a lot more objectively and just be like, okay, yeah, this is hard, but, you know, X, Y, Z. And so, yeah, I just feel like I'm so much more able to um, appreciate it and see all the little, maybe not Easter eggs because it was the first of it, but just see like the trail that they were going on. You know, when, when I play a, a level where a boulder's coming after me, I'm like, oh, you know, this is something that they kind of always did and they just kept making it better and better.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think like overall, like, for one thing, I think it would have been maybe a little bit better to play like the actual game itself. There were a couple yeah. of things in the remaster that playing again is just like, it
1: just didn't feel It didn't, right. it didn't feel the same. It yeah. Didn't, I, I, which I know a remaster is supposed to look different and feel slightly different. But, well, I guess not really. It's supposed to be remastered, but... Well, I don't even know what that means. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Does that just mean make it look like new or like literally? Well, run I mean, this new? one, <laughs> you know?
0: This one technically is a remake in the sense of it was remade from the ground up. Yeah. However, they were able to get the original code of all the levels, which was really cool. Like this one was actually done way differently from Spyro, for instance. This one, they had all the net code. And so they were able to basically take. Everything and then put essentially just a really pretty uh, coat of paint over it and then maybe add some extra details like butterflies and and things in the background that maybe you didn't notice before, but they really like made it even better, you know, not only that, but obviously, you know adding, like, fur and, like, the way the hair looks and, and all the little details that, you know, they couldn't have done back in the day because everything was, like, a polygon, essentially. Um, Versus uh, Spyro, this is something that's actually really cool. Spyro, it, they did it in such an interesting way because, essentially, they created a program that scanned what was going on in the game. And so in order to scan everything they literally had to play all the levels get every single angle um they had like a reddit or you know a forum going and there were like one or two hidden areas that they didn't know about but the reddit people told them about and they're like oh crap so they had to go back to those secret areas and play through them so that they could get the scan forum so like the way like um, Insane Trilogy and Spyro were made were just 100% different, you know, and the biggest difference, I think, is that um, Crash Bandicoot 1, the way you jumped in it was yeah. way different than 2 and 3, but as the trilogy they unified all the physics and all the jumps. The main problem with that is that all the levels for the original Crash Bandicoot were made off of the original physics and the original jump. So adding in 2 and 3's physics and jumps kind of messes with it a lot. And so there's a huge part of me that's like I wish I would have been able to go to like a thrift shop, pick up a PlayStation or even just a PlayStation 2 for like 20 bucks and then somehow find a copy of Crash Bandicoot because there are just little things that like that just really started ticking me off. The biggest things is um hitboxes. Hitboxes went from like squares to a more rounded figure. And sometimes that really messed up, especially like on jumps, you know, you would hit a jump and in the original you'd hit it just on the edge and you would make it. But on this one, the hitboxes are different. So if you hit the edge, you'll hit it and then somehow fall off. And you're like, wait, what? Yep. Like, I think the most annoying ones was moving platforms. Now, let me know if this happened to you. Um, But there's tons of times where I would hit a moving platform. I would get, I would land on the moving platform. It would start to move at kind of the same time. So it's like I would land and then it would just go without me. And it was because I didn't hit the hitbox just right.
1: Oh, no, I don't think
0: I had that issue. You didn't oh, you're so lucky because it's like that is super effing frustrating. Like yeah. to hit it and I'm like, oh, I made it and you and I like for like a millisecond I like wiped the sweat off my brow only to have the platform go without me and I'm like, What the F just happened?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think I had that issue at all. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. If I did, I don't think I noticed it enough.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, that's that's that is the problem with the remasters as far. Um, now getting into two and three, we won't notice that as much, hopefully. But you know, even still, I did start playing a little bit of two to kind of start getting ahead, <laughs> and I definitely noticed some of the enemy hitboxes are slightly different. Okay, like, so it's something to look forward to. Yay! <laughs> okay. So, um, I mean, overall overall let's let's get our final thoughts in about crash bandicoot the original
1: okay so you start as as far as a game that has replayability if you're a person who wants that 100% yes if you're a person who likes pitfall platformers yes if you are a moderate gamer looking for something to pass the time Yes. If you're looking for a stay-at-home game, no. This would not be a stay-at-home <laughs> game. Yeah. Uh Crash is fun in a lot of ways. Uh, I would say three out of five dentists approve of this gum. <laughs> um And it, it it does touch a soft spot in my heart. You know, for it's it's a game from the day. It's just like Mario, it's just like, you know. Um Sonic it, it's it's Spyro yeah. it's it's those games that are strong pillars in the world of gaming.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: You know, when it comes to the foundation work, these are strong healthy pillars that helped popularize and industrialize the gaming community in the yeah. best ways. So in that aspect, they're still solid, and and I'll still stand behind them. And if my kid never finds out that I played him as a kid, and he thinks I'm the best at him forever, I'm good with that too.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, bringing up your kid, I I, I almost... I almost forgot to go back to that. But actually, it was cool because I was playing today, and Zoeyanne kind of just watched me. And instead of being like, oh, ba- Daddy, can I watch YouTube? Oh, Daddy, can I watch something? She kind of just sat there and watched me. And then I would fall. She's like, Daddy, don't fall. And I'm like, I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, that is, that is the, in my opinion, as a gaming dad, that's right? one of the best feelings ever. Doing yeah. that, so uh, off that, keeping topic, your kids'
0: attention is like the best thing you could ever do. <laughs> yeah,
1: all right. I, this isn't Naughty Dog, this is a, a different game. I'm not going to state the na- name of the game, but you may know it from what I'm referencing. Uh, I was I play a, a, a different game that uh Alex watches from time to time because he thinks it's interesting. Mm-hmm. And on his Xbox, uh, he has Game Pass, and that game became free on Game Pass, so he got Game Pass. Cool and Coo-coo. and i didn't know this he, he went and got it downloaded by himself it's a pretty difficult game i mean this is not you know this is like advanced for for a kid oh, maybe not maybe not to me it is okay just say the name that's Ark. but
0: uh, okay okay gotcha. you know
1: but he does do minecraft he does roblox so maybe maybe this gotcha. is his thing so i'm walking through the house and i look over at the screen and what do i see him doing he knocks out a dodo Opens up the inventory and he goes, Ah oh, crap, I forget what he puts in the inventory now. And he said it to himself. And I laughed and I just ran him and I was like, berries. He goes, Ah, yes, berries, berries. <laughs> It was
0: very nice of you to tell him that.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, and I just said it nonchalantly, just kind of like out loud. Not Jerry's to him. Just, yeah, right. <laughs> I just want to be like, come on, kid, what are you doing? But to, to see to see that that's something that he saw me do on right. a game. And he was like, you know what? Bet I'm going to go do that. And like I said, he's eight. So to me. I am watching my kid grow in yeah. gaming. I mean, I started him on the easy stuff, like Mario. Oh, I say easy. Get to level, get get to the water level on Mario and tell me how you do.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> like, bring it. Okay, bring it. But it it's a lot of fun, man, to to have your kid get into that enjoyment. And and Crash Bandicoot, Alex and, and Dexon and both got into it man so we're like hey what's what you doing there
0: mm-hmm. and
1: and they both love Mario Kart you know they they're, they're Mario Kart oh, noise enthusiast I showed them CTR and I cannot wait for CTR week. I'm just put, yes. I'm just putting it out there now like these kids are jacked excited. And <laughs> they're all jacked up a mountain bee. They're, they're all <laughs> jacked up on the coop. <laughs> 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 yep. Still don't think that that's an acceptable phrase. I should probably. Yeah. Uh, but but no, man. To see my kids go through that phase and that for me is is everything I want. Um, yeah. And you're right, man. Having Zoe and sit there and just watch you play. It's like. There's no better feeling. It's like, yeah, like I'm yeah. I'm cool. Yeah, that's why I lied to my kid and told him that I'd never played it before. I'm like, yeah, I'm really good <laughs> at it. What? Bring yeah. it. What? What? <laughs> Beat that score. I mean, it,
0: yeah, it's 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 a different feeling. It's like the first time you saw him crawl, first time walk, word, oh et yeah, et cetera, et cetera. It's just a different feeling because it's like you're so proud of them as a person, you know, for doing those things. But then you start seeing that, um, that you're interested in some of the same things you are. Yeah. And then it's like, what it, it goes from making it feel good about them. And now it's like, you kind of feel good about yourself, like, oh like you like this this yeah. is kind of cool it's like it's yeah. the feeling i got when zoe ann started watching power rangers i was like are you effing kid? and not even like new power rangers brah i'm like talking old school? about old yeah. school yeah freaking tommy and kimberly and and like though i'm like and the thing is i didn't even get her watching it i think she like randomly clicked on it on netflix or something and i'm like Oh, my God. But this is kind of different because, like, she actually saw me watching it and it's like, Oh, like, like I'm endowing that kind of taste on her. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's something I can be proud of um, versus when she walks. That's something I'm proud
1: about for her. Yeah. I mean,
0: it, it makes sense, right? <laughs> One of my favorite <laughs> I'm not, things. I'm not no, talking no. out of my ass.
1: You're right. No. <laughs> it, it, and when it comes to parenting, like, I don't want to force everything I love down my kid's throat. Like, hey, you got to like what I like. Yeah. I like to give them a chance to have their own taste. And, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like, we got into Pokemon. I tried Digimon. That was a no-go. Like, I have tried all the little monsters of variety, and my kids are like, Pokemon, Dad, that's where it's at. I'm like, okay, Bruh. bet. Do it. You know what Bruh. I mean? Like, Pokemon. Ye- ye eat those <laughs> balls, bro. Ye eat those Pokeballs. Yeet. Ye eat them. Um, they be on fleek. No, I don't know what the hell I'm saying anymore. I
0: don't know anymore. <laughs>
1: so, but... Again, like you said, to, to have your kids and enjoy those things that you've enjoyed, um, mm. it, it really does make the world. I mean, Disney Plus, uh, the, the, the boys, right. even Nova, they're all watching Gargoyles or watching X-Men. <gasps> they yeah. are not watching the thing, and I didn't tell them to watch these things. They clicked on it, and they're like, right. oh. Oh? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Which also just goes to show you how some of these things are... Timeless, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, obviously, we have a new, fresh coat of paint, and so that definitely makes them interesting. And I feel like if there's one thing that we can get out of the uh, insane trilogy, is that is that it's a new generation that gets to enjoy them. Now, I get to enjoy them for very specific nostalgic reasons. But, like, there's a whole new generation of people who are now going to be able to enjoy Crash Bandicoot. And that's definitely one thing that I really enjoy about Insane Trilogy or even the Reignited Trilogy. Because yeah. I really, you can't bring up one without the other. You know what I mean? No, you can't. You no, know, it's not Naughty Dog, but, like, you know. Um, but seriously, like, I'm so glad that. <sighs> See, that's I what get sucks
1: to, is like you want to throw. <laughs> you wish they
0: were Naughty Dog. You <laughs> do,
1: because, one, because of their art and graphic style, because mm-hmm. of their playability style it's a natural in my opinion it's a natural want to throw in i mean Mm -hmm. that little dragon is is just as equal as the coot man well and didn't okay didn't banjo kazooie have some tie-in with the coot
0: i don't think so i don't remember and i I also don't pay attention to Banjo's kazooie enough to be like you know to be a foray into that or anything I so. wanted
1: to say it was like a small character crossover but maybe not I could be going like one yeah. of like you said one of those things where it's like maybe but I don't know mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure not I mean, personally at least. It could have been my mom could she, have been your she, mom she was pretty busy about that time <laughs> no uh anyway <laughs> yeah, I, I think that you know I think you and I can both agree that for nostalgia this is a win
0: yeah definitely you know uh like if we're getting into the more nitpicky things you know there are like certain things that do stand out to me but if we're just looking at the overall the overall of just crash bandicoot if you know if we're going in order which obviously is what we're trying to do you know this is the number one right now but it's also like it's a good starting point you know it's it's difficult it's sometimes like needlessly difficult if i'm being honest but Ooh, once again yeah. that's more the nitpicky or the nick part of me that's like oh man why does this platform have to do this instead of that but once again that's just you know that but as all in all good good game good first entry and that's the that's the one thing that once again like i think Going back to is just so interesting is to just see the little like breadcrumbs, the little seeds that were planted, like seeing a whole level and being like, dude, this is just like in number two. But then they they just made it better, you know, and like that. That was probably my personal favorite part about it. Um You know, kind of like I alluded at at the beginning, like this definitely won't stay number one um, by any means, but it's like, once again, just a good start. And I mean, it is interesting um, going back to Naughty Dog in general. It is interesting to just see where they started, you know, because uh, one thing we we talked about a little bit, was the story. I was actually surprised to go back to number one and see how little story there was. Yeah,
1: there uh, was a, a lot scene. going
0: on. Yeah, there's a cut scene at the very beginning, and then there's a cut scene at the end. And other than that, you're just going from level to level to level boss, level, 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 and level chasing boss. chasing the
1: really hot chick. Yeah. The hot
0: coot. <laughs> right? <laughs> Which is funny, because they actually technically fix that in the remaster because in the original she would just be standing in the bonus stage like hey good job you got to the bonus stage and that's it whereas this time for the remaster they at least fixed it because they had cortex take her away
1: (laughs) which i thought was awesome i don't know what it was i don't know what about that it's just like when he came and i was like wait 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 wait
0: no. Yeah, well, It was so weird that she was always just standing there cuz it was just like, "Hey, good job. All right. Bye." It's like, "Wait." And then at the end to have you essentially rescue her, it was like, "What were you
1: doing the entire <laughs> What were you doing the entire time?" You know, I think as a kid I equated it to being a hologram. Uh, I think that's yeah, how, maybe. I, I think know. that's how my brain took it as a kid. Yeah. But again, I don't know. I was kind of I was a bit slow. <laughs>
0: Another thing they absolutely fixed in the remaster is, I don't know if you remember this, but back in the day, the, back bo- in the, day. the bonus levels were actually how you saved the game. And now that's not true. Were too- those checkpoints? Those were the way you actually had to save the game. The only way you could save the game is to get to the checkpoint and save it. The most effed up part is is that let's say you went to school and then came back, you'd have to start at the beginning of the level, not where you saved it. It was it was this weird screwed up thing that's like was kind of an afterthought, if you ask me, because it's just like oh yeah, I guess we should you know, add in something so they can save it. But here's the messed up thing and something that I found so frustrating about the original, which I'm glad they fixed in the remaster. All right, I keep calling it a remaster. It's technically a remake. But anyways, um, but the one number one thing they fix when you died in a bonus level, it took lives away And that was the worst feeling because not only would it take lives away, but then you couldn't save the game. So it was like, ah, it's like tearing your freaking hair out because there were some of them, especially when you get further and further in the game, that the bonus levels were almost harder than the level that you were currently in.
1: Well, okay, one of the last ones I did, like you have to bounce on single boxes Mm -hmm. skipping like every other one to every two which are dynamite yeah right and then by the end of it all you have like a super gap where you have to hit like three it was stupid man all i can say is i died four or five times or more.
0: yeah yeah and like i said back in that day that's just how you had to save the game so if you just wanted to give up you had to hope you got through to the next one yeah you know and it was well, – now, luckily, you if you continued, you got four more lives after you, you know, game over. And then you continued. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So you got that, but still having to start back at the beginning of the level was always super frustrating. All right, all right. I think we might agree on it, but most F.U. level, go.
1: Ooh, um – it's gotta be late in the game. One of the Cortexes. Oh geez. Ancient ruins. Maybe. Oh,
0: okay. Okay.
1: Uh either the ancient ruins. Oh geez. Or possibly Powering Station.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: And that but, Powering Station is Cortex Island. That one's fuck that one's freaking difficult.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought I thought we were gonna agree on this, but no, the, the most F U level for me at least is the high road. So the first version of it is The Road to Nowhere, which you're on the little, you know, uh, bridges or whatever. And you just jump from plank to plank to plank or whatever. The first one was bad enough. But then the second one, it adds in this whole segment where you have to jump on turtles in order to get to the next thing. And if you don't hit it just right, then you just fall. And no joke. No joke. That one level, just in the first part, because the first part starts with an ice, and then you have to jump to another ice, then there's a little jump, little jump, bigger jump, and so on, but that first part with the ice, I don't know what was happening, I don't know if it was because it was sliding, what was going on. I redid that single part in the very beginning at least 30 times. It was Jeez. so god dang ridiculous because it was just like, ah, ah. And it was like it was like if you go back and watch it, you would almost think I was doing it on purpose. But it's like no, I was actually trying. (laughs) It's like I want to put up a compilation of me trying that, and then put that uh, one music and just like see me like falling over the edge over (laughs) and over again, like speed it up by like two or four times, because like oh my god. So eventually, what I did. i cheesed it and i jumped on the ropes and i did it that way but then sometimes that can even be hard because the jumping on the ropes can be even more precise than jumping on some of the planks but i yep. I cheesed it it was like 30 in i'm like no i'm not gonna do it like i'm supposed to i'm cheesing it i'm going on the ropes and i'm just staying on the ropes in the entire time so it's like i'm running past all the turtles like you
1: turtles <laughs> Like I ain't even doing it. I ain't, <laughs> ain't even worried about the points. I ain't worried about the freaking yeah. The boxes I don't need no or whatever. Apples.
0: You know what really pissed me off? There was What's a couple, that? and it didn't happen. At, you know, you're gonna have to tell me if you remember this or not. It didn't happen until later in the game, but there were certain levels that I'd get through. I'd get all the boxes. It's like nearly perfect, but you died. I'm like. Screw you, of course I died. How do you how do you not die? <laughs> but it's like, oh, you got all the boxes, but oh well, no gem. I'm like, but I remember specifically that not happening in the beginning levels. So it's like near the end, you have to get all the boxes and you can't die. I'm like, no. You never so said you, that.
1: <laughs> you yeah, right. This was an
0: unspoken rule. <laughs> I mean, obviously afterwards, but it's like hindsight is not 2020
1: in this particular case. <laughs> um, you seeing out your ass there, guy, <laughs> cuz <'Cause> that's really <laughs> <sh-ty>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, But it's true.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's true. No, yeah. I,
1: I think, I think overall, though, you and I do do relatively have the same impression. Which hopefully uh, our cohorts of the same generation are following suit with us on that.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, Uncharted or Uncharted i meant to say i meant to say naughty dog games ranked crash bandicoot so far number one next week we're going on to crash bandicoot 2 and then 3 and so far so this is going to be every other week so make sure to come back right here check out your un god i did it again (laughs) check out your naughty dog ranked we're gonna go through the entire series i can't wait you know, I
1: yeah, me either. There's
0: one in particular that I'm super looking forward to, and I'm also saving it for last. <laughs> Spoiler alert: um, Leisure
1: Suit Larry.
0: Yep, that's God dang it! You know me so well. Um, <laughs> I don't. But even I'm super excited. You know, it's like it's like, hey, let's play a bunch of Naughty Dog games. You know, and having this first one, you know get it out of the way now we get into some of the a lot of the good stuff and we're gonna get into we're gonna start seeing you know how naughty dog became known for narratives yeah Uh, i can't wait for that absolutely can't wait for that so yeah super excited uh anything to say on our
1: sign out stay naughty dogs (laughs) <laughs>
0: That's a
1: good one Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm full of good ones
0: <laughs> Alright, so I was your host, Nick, and...
1: Hey, this is your buddy, Kevin
0: Thank you guys so much for joining us for the Naughty Dog Ranked So come back in two weeks, where we're going to be covering Crash Bandicoot 2, Cortex Strikes Back If you like this remix, you can go to EDMBot on YouTube check it out. This is the Crash Bandicoot Insanity Beach theme song, Trap Remix by Mershon. Links in the description. What have I got?